Hey, this is Duya. For this week episode, I invited Nosai, who is a research manager from Adam Yama. Nosai, thank you for joining with us today. Uh, thank you for having me as well. Could you please introduce yourself? I am Nosai, and I'm now working as a research manager at uh, Adam Fidano Expression Organization in Myanmar. Could you please explain how Aten is uh, doing right now? In fact, Aten is an organization with the belief that kind of promoting freedom of expression in Myanmar, from which we have four specific domains that we, we focus uh, along. So one of them is journalism, uh, because we believe that uh, if we are to establish a democratic society, journalism uh, is one of the pillars, foundation for, uh, for, for that. And as well as, uh, in order to promote and protest freedom of expression, we believe uh, journalism is one of the directly related issues. So we, 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 we work on that as well. And currently, we've been working kind of uh, media monitoring uh, regarding with the journalism, FOE, uh, free speech, as well as kind of internet communication shutdown, this kind of stuff. And we have been, since the coup, uh, specifically focusing on these, these ultimate things. Yeah, I saw uh, a journalist from Myanmar now was sentenced to 20 years in prison. How's the difference between like uh, before the coup and after the coup? Since before the coups, I don't think you know, there was much kind of general, uh, freedom of journalism or uh, freedom media that much. But steadily, I would say progressing before the coups. But after the coups, it's, it's, it's gone, it's gone. The, 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 all the years you have been reading, you know, uh, all the year you have been advocating, all the year you've been trying to promote journalism in Myanmar, every walk stopped. Mm -hmm. And then and, and yeah. I, don't, I don't see, you know, any, quite any near future that journalism mm -hmm. in Myanmar will try it again, or I don't know. Since the coup, a lot of journalists from Myanmar, they exiled, some of them are in prison, few of them were killed. So upon that, what kind of reports uh, at that Myanmar is uh, pr produced? Actually, we've been working. Uh, currently, we are in the final process of kind of finalizing our next report on situations of freedom of expression in Myanmar, from which we also specifically seek uh, the status of free speech, by which we said, you know, those who, whether you are a journalist or whether you are uh, ordinary citizen, if you are trying to make a post on social media or whatever platform that they can yeah. and telling situation, discussion, discussing situation about what's going on Myanmar or things like that. So those who make a post being arrested and, and we also look at <coughs> how the uh, military hunter uh, specifically monitor or survey these people and how what kind of tools or strategy they use to kind of arrest, mm -hmm. execute it. So yeah, we are working on, uh, on this report and it's in a very final process. So hopefully that we can release it very soon. Mm -hmm. And as well as we are also doing kind of uh, monitoring on communication shutdown, particularly internet and mm -hmm. mobile phone, this kind of stuff, in which area, in which region, uh, mostly when, uh, for example, if they are to attack civilian, if they are to kind of uh, strike or these kind of things, and when they are to send their troops to the ground, these kind of times, 
they specifically shut down the internet or communication. Mm. So this kind of reason, for what reason, what is their trend pattern in doing this? We also do on this thematic uh, mm. kind of research and we're trying to advocate others. So if when this happened and there's some concerns going on, so something like that. Mm. And we also work on uh, what we call freedom of peaceful assembly mm. in, in Myanmar, especially after the coups. You mentioned about the internet shutdown in Myanmar. So how do you manage to get the real-time data, on-ground data from inside Myanmar when the internet is not available? Like, how do you manage to do it? That's really tricky part, actually. Yeah. So what we do, we have uh, quite a few approach for that. First, foremost, we, we do kind of media monitoring, of course. And then we have uh, a network, you know, uh, let's say a fuga that okay. we can connect it to. And uh, any, any things that we would like to confirm our information from across, you know, different uh, partner organization or networks, we, 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 we connect them. Not, if not every, every day, if not every week, bi-monthly mm-hmm. or bi-weekly, this kind of stuff. So that, that what we've been planning to do and been doing as well. Uh, a lot of journalists are stay inside Myanmar. So, as at the Myanmar, did you get any? Uh, did you give any support to them? Not not financially, yeah, like yeah. I mean, technically and other journalism related support. I think we do. We do. If not much, if not uh, financial support, yeah, uh, directly or in the way around, we've been working with uh, specific journalist organization in Myanmar. Uh, we also have let's say, bi-weekly meeting, let's say, in order to get posted what's yeah. going on in Myanmar, not just in general information, not just related to the, 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 the fightings going on, not just related to, you know, the, 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 the ITV situations, mm-hmm. humanitarian situations, but also specific focus on uh, journalists, like mm-hmm. how they are contacting, how they are uh, getting the source to, 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 to report yeah. back or the kind of situation, their situation, their families or their mental or this yeah, kind of stuff of course, as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. As far as I know, a lot of Burmese media organization, like they gone exiled. Yeah, and also they really depends on the CJ or like civilian journalists. How do you think about like depending on a CJ is better than depending on a, a, a real journalist? That's, you know, the question that I have no right to answer or no right to respond. Yeah. I don't know whether, you know, a news a report uh, reported by CJ or a professional journalist, yeah. uh, which one, I don't know the, which is better in terms of the quality. But for me, if I am to get a news, what's going on there, yeah. if I am to get a news, a specific news, if it is a, a news that describe the event, that describe how it happened, that describe, you know, it's related. Whoever reported to me, I, I assume it's a news yeah. that I should be consi- taking into consideration. That's what I think, but I don't know who is better, uh, who is more kind of professional, this kind of stuff, I don't know for sure. But, you know, yeah, I just, yeah. I think, I think in terms of the news, if you get the news that you want, or the news that describes the event, that is all about for me. Mm. So as a researcher in Myanmar, how the coup changes your your life? How does it impact to you? Not just to me, no. Yeah. That every young, every researcher, or those being working in this uh, political 
conflicts or human rights based, uh, you know, uh, professions. Or they've been working in these areas. That's changed a lot. Now they cannot work freely, for sure. They cannot expose themselves who they are. Yeah. If you are to expose yourself that you are a human rights researcher or that you are a journalist or that you are a student involved in CDNs or engage this kind of stuff, you cannot yeah. go freely. By which what I'm trying to say is if I am describe myself as a researcher and how the coup impact on me, it's a lot, a lot in terms of personal level, in terms of professional level. In terms of future, if we, we are yeah. to say really um, as big things, that's really negatively impact. Yeah. Researching is all about, you know, searching intellectual that you think that might appropriate for the country, for the yeah. development or anything like that, that you think you will recommend them from the finding that you research. We cannot do that anymore. Yeah. So in terms of professional or in terms of the value that we think that should be, and we cannot do that anymore. So that's what I think, you know, living inside the country and doing research is really mm. tricky now. Yeah. What do you hope for the future of Myanmar? All the best that we can hope. Uh, now, the situation getting more intense inside the country. Yeah. And then in every part of the country getting, getting worse and worse. And I don't think the woos are keep coming. More woos than that will keep coming as well. And I just want, you know, I just hope for the people they can get uh, themselves going to a, a safe place and then make sure that their property are less harmed, less rubbed. And I hope, you know, we can able to get, you know, where we wanted to get. We want maybe the people, the movement, the youth, I hope what they demanded or what they uh, dreamed or what, you know, what they dream of Myanmar as a country they want to get soon. That, that I, just, I just hope it. I just hope people to get safe and the country getting better. Yeah, yeah. yeah I hope so too. Okay. Well, uh, no sign. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah.